to be with all of y'all. And a funny story, true story, you know, because we keep it real around here. We keep it 100. The way that I found out that I was getting the honor of sharing today is, um, I think it was Tyler and Olu texted me and they said, you're doing leadership today. <laughs> and my first, um, my first response was not like a godly response. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, no way, I get to share? I was like, okay. <laughs> so I just want you to know that even me, who's married to the most amazing man in the world, who is madly in love with Jesus, has to step into moments even when I don't feel ready to be picked. And so I just want to remind us that we are called to step into moments, step into seasons, even we don't, when we don't feel equipped and even when we don't know why we've been picked. And so I just need us to know as the leadership of the church that we got to get out of our heads. We got to step into it because we've been picked and we're all God has. So he has chosen us even with our insecurities, even with our shortcomings, even when we fall short, even when we get stuck in our head, we're the team. And so since we're the team, we got to step up to the plate on the good days, on the bad days, on the convenient days when we're like, I got this, let's go. And on the days when we're like, really God? <laughs> so I just want to remind us that we are called to step up in this season, not to shrink back, not to stay in our feelings, not to get down, down, how do you say it? Downcast and forget that there's people on the other side of our obedience. And so if I can do it, you can do it. So a couple of scriptures that I've just been marinating on the last couple of days that have really just been hitting me in a different way I want to share with you because I think there's something to them and I'm still unfolding, I'm still unpacking. So this is still fresh, hot off the press, um, being cultivated. But before I just jump right in, I just want to take two seconds because I could take all day to honor my amazing husband. I'm looking over at him right now. Thank you for praying for us. Thank you for not giving up. Thank you for believing in us. Thank you for being better behind the scenes than you are in front of everyone. And I just need y'all to know, those of you who are wondering, because we hear stories all the time of, did you hear what happened with that church? Did you hear what that pastor did? Y'all, we safe. We safe. We, we safe. I live with this man. He is held accountable. He has, um, he has um, people around him that ask him the tough questions. When we spend money as a church, there's four people that see every transaction. We got a board, y'all. We got pastors that check on us that make sure we're not getting crazy. So you need to know you safe. So don't let the enemy try to make you. This is free. This wasn't even in my message. Don't let the enemy make you think, I need to get out of the boat. I'm hearing these crazy stories about pastors and money and women and drinking and all those things. That's not our testimony. We got vision. We got lives to pursue for the cause of Christ. We have a mandate and a mantle. And I just need you to know that I live next to him. I sleep next to him. I watch him wake up every day, way before I do, way before our kids do, and seek God on behalf of this church and on behalf of our family. So I just need you to know we good. So that was for free, but just in case you needed to know. Um, Acts 14 
I'm going to go back and forth between Acts and Luke, and then I'm going to wrap it up with some hope. So Acts 14, I'm going to just jump right here in verse 19, and I'm going to call my message, It's Not What You Think. It's not what you think. Listen to this. Talking about Paul. Paul had just come off of a high where people were like, Paul, you're the man. Paul, we're going to make up songs about you. Paul, are you even real? You don't even seem human. You're like a god. You're so amazing. I want, I want, you're a brand, Paul. You should like diversify. You should have merch. You should have a podcast. You should travel the world. You should have churches all over. You, you walk by me, I freak out. I want to touch something that you've touched, Paul. That's the crowds. And the crowds are a trip because one minute, the crowd, which is a lot like the church, we're like, we love you. We love this place. Like, I can't believe I get to be here. Like, that's how we are sometimes. But just like crowds, that's what Paul dealt with. And he said, just so you know, don't put me on a platform. Don't put me on a pedestal. I'm just like you. I'm just trying to put one foot in front of the other, trying to serve God, just like Earl and I are, just trying to put one foot in front of the other. That's why I started off by saying I'm not, I was like, why'd you pick me? <laughs> just to let you know, I'm just like you, just to level set. We don't, we don't do anything different than y'all do. And so Paul was, could have wrote, rode, ridden the high of like, they love me. I'm going to go by their applause because they think I can do it. Well, if the crowds believe in me, then I must be called because the crowds are liking all my posts. The crowds are reposting all my reels. The crowds come by me and they're like, you're amazing. But look what happened later with that same crowd. I'm going to jump to verse 19. Then some Jews arrived from Antioch in Iconium and won the crowds to their side. They stoned Paul, the same ones that were like, you're the man, the same ones. They stoned Paul and dragged him out of town, thinking, everybody say thinking, that he was dead. But as the believers gathered around him, he got up and went back into town. It's not what you think. It's not what you think. And I just feel like there's an attack on the church right now. There's attack on leaders right now to be one minute, I love you, you're amazing. And then another minute to try to take you out. But I just need you to know that even though right now some churches are closed, even though right now some businesses are closed, even though right now some leaders have fallen, it's not what you think. You think COVID has taken out this world. You think the injustices that we're walking through right now is the final story. You think that it's over for the body of Christ, but it's not what you think. Because it says right here, they gathered around him. So I'm calling on us as a leadership team. I'm calling on us as a staff to gather around our brothers and sisters and watch them come back up. To gather around and watch with expectancy because you think your marriage is dead. You think your business is dead. You think some friendships and relationships are dead. But it's not what you think because it says right here, they gathered around him. 
We are called to gather around the church like never before because so many people seem dead right now. So many people actually who have never been into a building or never jumped online seem dead right now. But I'm calling us. Earl is calling us. Heaven is calling us to say it's not what you think for that marriage. It's not what you think for that situation. It is not though how it seems. That person who seemed like a fan and now they seem dead on the side of the road. It's not what you think. Life has thrown stones at them. Life has come hard for them. So they look down for the count. They look forgotten. But God is saying, don't keep walking by. He's saying, gather around. He's saying, gather around and say, it may seem dead. Gather around. It may seem broken. Gather around. They may seem forgotten because it's not what you think. It's actually alive. The church is alive. Shoreline City is alive. Our leadership is alive. The resources are alive. The serve team is alive. I was looking online last night and I was looking at different cities all around the world because you can click where you're from when you're getting ready to buy something online and I didn't buy it. I just was visiting it. But you can click different cities and countries and then they show you the prices in that place. And I thought, you know what? We need to have churches and locations and connect groups in cities all around the world. This thing is not stopping with online. This thing is not stopping with Dallas. This thing is not stopping with Guatemala. You thought it was going to take us out this pandemic. You thought the injustice that we're walking through right now was going to take us out as a church because we have so many different people coming together. But guess what? What you thought was dead is alive. And I think about some of the cities right now that are just dealing with so much turmoil. And I think, you know what? Yes, I could be sad and think all hope is lost. Everything's dead around me. There's never going to be anything that seems fair. But you know what? Instead, I'm going to put my hope in Christ because it says right here, for I'm doing something in your own day, something you wouldn't believe even if someone told you about it. So instead of me staying at home thinking what is going on with this world, which I do have moments where I'm like, what is going on with this world? We're going to pray and we're going to plant and we're going to get y'all ready to send y'all out to be the hands and feet of Jesus. I'm going to end with this last scripture and then I'm going to be done. But it says in Luke 24 verse 5, this is, this is something else that I think is really important. Um, this is when they thought that Jesus was dead. Many of us know the story, some of us don't. So the women went to go like take care of his body because they thought all hope was lost. And I think sometimes even as Christians, like I'm talking to Christians this morning, we think all hope is lost. Like we think that everything's dead because of all the things that we're walking through and all the things that are rightly so very heavy. But I just need you to know it's not what you think. It's not what you think. Plot twist. Listen to this, Luke 24, verse 5. The women were terrified and bowed with their faces to the ground. So they went to, these two, these women went to go, like, get, take care of Jesus' body because they thought he was dead. Then the men asked, and this just jumped out me, why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? The church is alive. Jesus is alive. And we are just getting started. It's not what you think. I love you so much.